0: Hey and welcome back to the Dollar Menu Mid-Carters present catch a can. Uh we are show review day, and here we go. Thankfully it's up on IWA T V IWT. IWTV. Not Ian Rotten. Not IWA. Ian Rotten. That's a whole different thing. Uh that's a premium. You know, Ian's got a premium Snapchat. <laughs> oh Good. man, the thought of that just Did fucked with imagine? me. No. No, I cannot. Um it's just pictures of spaghetti. Yeah, but he's eating it new. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about the show, talk about a couple of other things.
1: Um, I guess yeah. first thing we should dive into is we just decided uh, 45 seconds ago yeah. <laughs> that we are going... This will be the last show review we do on the public podcast uh, going into the new year with the Patreon tiers changing... And tickets not being available on them, we wanted to give the Patreon subscribers a little bit extra content. So from now on, the show reviews will be exclusive
0: to Patreon from the five dollar level on up. Right. Same as they were, but we feel it's not fair that uh, that we do old show reviews on Patreon and not current show. Right, Especially so, since we're in the lost season of Anarchy. Right. And plus, we just
1: wanted to give extra content because of the tickets going away. Hoping that maybe everybody will stay with us on their levels. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, let's talk about some day of show stuff.
1: Yeah, so we recorded a little bit before the show, before we left to uh, start the day. Which um, is on Patreon. Yep. Starting at the $10 tier. Yep. So, um, honestly, this show was a little bit... I mean not a headache, but a little more stressful just in the way that uh pre sale, being honest, wasn't what we want. Uh it was really low uh the week like the week of the show. Uh it I mean we were nineteen plus tickets off of the walk in goal. Uh we got we were lucky enough to hit the walk in goal, but right at it, like it came down to the wire. Uh, but luckily, it seemed like during the day, a lot of tickets came in, and we ended up only a few tickets off of what we have been seeing, uh, going into the show, and then the walk-up was not as great as it has been, which is, I mean, it's been unbelievable. Like, that's how we've had, like, I think we've had two straight sellouts of the building. Uh, this one wasn't quite there. Uh, I think we were, I think we were, like, 35 people, 40 people away from a sellout, but still packing the building, and I'm happy with that, because it it was a packed house, just not sold out, and just trying to kind of see, hopefully, what our average base is going to be going monthly. Uh, I know my stress level is going to be up, because I I don't, I stress out for the pre- Sale, but now going monthly we're probably going to have some pre-sales that aren't great yeah. like, But I, I and then we'll probably keep having good walk-ups fingers crossed it's just the whole process we'll see we'll see how monthly goes
0: well it's stressful because we run this by the month and right. we will essentially be doing that come next year
1: well I mean you know again I, the one I think the best compliment we get is how um, uh, transparent we are with fan base. Yeah. So to keep that going, I can say that company finances right now, uh, January and February shows, you know, we're going to, you know, they're paid for right now. So right now we're building to pay for our March events going forward. And if we keep doing what we're doing, uh, you know, we'll have no problem. You know, so if people just keep supporting and keep coming out. Things will keep going well. But monthly, like I said, it says monthly is a little scary. Uh, but we'll see how it goes um, For me it was
0: stressful Because the audio guy wasn't there
1: Yeah, old Pat couldn't make it uh, Pat was out of town but was That was cool enough to uh, Still bring his equipment He yeah. dropped his equipment off Dropped off the uh, drive that had All the music
0: on it uh, Yeah, uh, but that meant I had to Set it all up, right. put it together And uh, I, Originally we set it up where we normally do And I couldn't get it to work so, thankfully, uh, IWTV, Paul, helped with that. But then we ended up moving sound, and I think we're going to keep it this way, away from the entrance ramp and actually on the uh, the, the little um, riser stage. behind merch. Yeah. Stage behind stage. merch, yeah. So, that will be kind of where sound is. And I that means we'll be able to put a few more chairs back there. Um, but, I, again, I also plan to build out the entranceway. Excuse me. So that was stressful because I couldn't get, like, I, I, I eventually got everything turned on, but I could not figure out why I was not getting sound. And it, thankfully, Paul, with his knowledge of cables, was able to come in, swap some cables, and we got sound and music. The only thing that uh, Pat didn't give us was a ring bell.
1: Yeah, so to pull back the curtain, <laughs> pull back. We don't have a ring bell the the ring bell is a sound that, that's mm-hmm. played over the speaker. and um, We did, but I have no idea where it went years ago. we oh like, lost it was like first run of Anarchy. Yeah. Like we haven't had one in a long, it's a whole second run. Um, but everyone forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So the first pre-party match gets in the ring. Ref calls for the bell. We don't have a bell. And we couldn't find the bell sound on the music. I don't think we ever did. Uh, Walter found one online that we ended up using. So that was a headache. And then, of course, even though the shit was working during the day, it stops working when
0: we're at the pre-party, so the microphone won't work. And then, so... And so, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. I'm literally... Walter's running sound. I'm behind him, like, adjusting nods and dials. And, like, Sarah... Is like higher, lower. Sarah's feel real mean to me. She's yelling at me, cussing at me, calling me all sorts of racial things. that I won't repeat on the, this podcast, but Sarah, Sarah's a bully. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like it was. Uh... Uh, but thankfully, that was just a pre-show. Actually, there was a time where there was just like, I had uh, Walter turn down the sound and we just tested the ring bells out yeah. until we found the one we liked. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't care. It's pre-show, guys. As long yeah. as it's not on the main show of us figuring out the bell, right. we'll be fine. Which is a good thing. We had a couple of pre-event party
1: matches and then the skit to figure this all out. And mm-hmm. uh, it ended up working out all right. Um, but, yeah. So, Pat was a – Pat not being there was sucked just because we, you know – we had no experience with it. Walter had never worked sound before. Yeah. Which, I, which is a fun thing. You'll see. We recorded a podcast with Walter. It'll be a while until that airs. We we don't know if we're going to go public or Patreon with that. Because right now, we're sitting on a
0: lot of content. So. Which is nice, because there was a time where we were like, Oh, God, what yeah, are we yeah, I mean, going to talk about something. now?
1: So we're sitting on a fair amount of content. So we don't know where that's going to go yet. But we find out... <laughs> we find us out earlier today, but we talk about how... I had thought that I had told or asked Walter if he'd work sound and I never did. So he gets there during the show and uh, we're like, yeah, so you're on sound. He had no idea. And I'd even talked about Walter being on sound on Patreon. (laughs) So the people on Patreon knew that Walter was going to work sound before Walter. Um, He should be a Patriot. Then he would have known. Yeah, He should have signed up. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how that went. Like, all the before-show stuff. Uh, not a whole lot to ride home about before the show, the basic day. Um, day felt long, which it was. We got there a little bit earlier. Our, well, our plan to be to record
0: some podcast, But it ended up like that. Setting yeah. up all the audio stuff for me, it honestly took me probably two hours to set it up, pair it to my laptop, and then right. get it all up and running. So and then that just-
1: by the time... By the time that's over, I can't really go away to record the podcast, because I'm, you know, telling guys what we want, doing my stuff, mm-hmm. so then, by, like...
0: So, me, me, Kurt, and uh, Rose peel off for a minute to talk about NWA Power, which will be up on Patreon soon, uh, because that was actually something requested. You couldn't make it, no, and you no. don't care about Power, so it didn't... It <laughs> well, worked yeah, out for I, I wouldn't
1: have had nothing to really add to it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so when I was less busy, you were busy and then when you were less busy, I was busy, so we didn't get anything except we got that and then we got a lot of shit after the show uh, one's already up it's a two part it's a part one of a two part just round table discussion yeah uh but yeah, so I guess
0: moving into the show, yeah we were up till two we were at the building thank 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 the building. We were yeah. there till two AM recording podcast. They yeah. were super awesome to let us stay there. Uh we ate some pizza and uh we just talked. We were there. I didn't get home till like three myself. Yeah. It was a long night. But we do it for you, the people. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: move, moving into the show, uh we'll cover pre party, uh pre party match one, Sean Orleans versus Deacon Cash. Uh battle of the south county basketball court yeah sean and deacon both uh we we play basketball Uh, we have not in a while we need we keep saying we're gonna get back to it uh but we 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 go play basketball and uh this match was pretty much made because uh sean stole the ball from deacon on a basketball yeah peeling back
0: the (laughs) curtains that's uh
1: that's a it's a true story. It ruined Deacon Cash's weekend, <laughs> and he wanted revenge, and he got it in this match as he yeah. beat Sean Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fun. I am glad that we're going with the uh, two match pre-show or pre-event party concept. And what's neat too is we're seeing a lot of people are showing up for the pre-event party. Like yeah. I was a little worried with this going in. I was like, you well, know, the only downside about doing two is you do have to put one on fairly early and i was really really kind of worried like oh man these guys are going to be working in front of like 20 people as everyone's coming in but you know for this show we were lucky enough to have i don't know i think there're like 40 people there which isn't a ton of people but it's it's when you're looking at it, it's an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> before the live stream goes yeah the fact that that many people show up and then stay there the whole time That's really cool. So uh, that match happens, and we roll into another singles match of Logan James versus Slade Porter. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to see a lot of this one, because I I was working the door. Uh, Logan James had been gone for a little bit. So this was his return. He picks to win up over, say, Slade Porter. Slade Slade won? Slade won. He did? Yep. Oh. Don't know what you're doing. Be damned. Well, that's like to peel back the curtain. I do not, I I no longer book the pre event party. So, for people next year, if you listen to the podcast, don't message me to get on pre event party. Don't message
0: him to get on the main show either.
1: (laughs) I have nothing to do with it. I have delegated that responsibility down to Tommy and to Gary. So. I am no longer doing any pre-event party. I looked at it with going into the new year, having more shows. Plus, I took on added responsibilities with Journey. I had to delegate that, so I have.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, After that, Everett Connors does everything he can to just be (laughs) absolutely the best. Well, this
1: was good because we had no, like, plan for the, like, so, the plan originally is for Billy to join with them, mm-hmm. but Connor, unfortunately, had a death in his family. It didn't look like he was going to make the event. Um, when was that? Like, he said he could make it, like, like, three weeks. days? No, it wasn't two weeks. It was days.
0: Uh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, two or three days. <laughs> two sorry. or
1: three days before he decides he can make it. Uh, so, we go back to the original plan. Unfortunately, though, Beef had a family thing that took him off the card. Mm-hmm. So we end up being able to just have Billy replace Beef. Mm -hmm. But as far as like a plan for the pre-event party, we didn't really have time to sit down and flesh out like an idea. So the only thing we knew is that Connor was going to go out and say that he had some serious stuff to talk about, talk about Raul, that the referees were going to start using discretion to disqualify him if Raul got involved. So we needed a bear keeper, would bring out Billy the bear keeper. So... We knew all these things were going to happen, but everything else, like them just fucking around in there, was completely on the fly. And I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, um, I was laughing pretty hard. We actually have some uh, uh, ideas for going forward, uh, which we'll talk about later on. But mm-hmm. we're going to go back to having like a theme for the pre-event party, how we had the battle rap and the Connor? Tells your future and the fucking so the punch no show social or whatever the hell,
0: yeah. The no punch social, yeah. po, 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 <laughs> so, po
1: So that Shows. was that's all gonna happen. Uh, Connor will also be at the Christmas party doing a skit. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to do a live podcast from the Christmas party, mm-hmm. which will be a part of the card reveal for January, but moving on into the main show. Oh, actually.
0: Before we do, let's produce on the fly. I had an idea I wanted to run by you that no, yeah. you can't say no to because now we're on the uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, and this is for all the fans out there. Uh, while we do a podcast, what I'd like to do is instead of uh, you know, a week in wrestling or whatever we do, I'd like to sit down with a, f- a couple of fans and talk about their favorite moment of the year in anarchy. Yeah. Uh, each person gets no more than like three to five minutes. Well, like, it Depends on the draw of the Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like that, I think that would be something really cool to do, and it, be interactive with the people, and they could tell us, like, you know, I love this, and we can get a better feel for it. Yeah, so, uh, so fun. yeah, get your tickets and maybe be on this podcast. I could you
1: imagine you on the podcast? I would never listen if I was on the podcast. <laughs> um, so moving into the main show, match one, Cole Radrick takes on Jake Durden. Cole mm-hmm. Radrick was a replacement for Craig Mitchell, who has decided to take a extended... Time off, I guess, from wrestling.
0: Yep. Um, Which is something, like, I think we talked about in private but not on public, but we can talk about it here. It's something we both absolutely respect. Like, if you're not feeling it and you go in there, like, and something goes wrong because you're not 100% interested in it, like, that's on you. But to take your time and be like, you know what? Right now, my head's not in the game. I can't give you 100%. uh, And just be like, I need to step away. No matter how short of notice, I will always respect that because that's you taking your safety and your opponent's safety into their hand, into, in, sorry, I'm watching, oh, Kenway just get kicked in the head and I can't think of my thoughts. Uh, I just respect that.
1: Right. Well, and too, as a promoter, I would rather you take time off and cancel on me than come take money from me and not really give a fuck to be there. Yeah. And he, you know, Mitchell's always been a straightforward, good dude. Mm-hmm. And when he, if he's ever ready to come back, you know, we'll obviously have him back. But uh, Cole Radrick's somebody who he really got over it in his first show with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets the opportunity here with Durden. They had a really good opener. Good yeah. guy versus little guy match. A good viable false finish for Radrick during this. And You know, Radrick does a great job, and we we put over Durden all the time. Durden's extremely underrated. Uh,
0: We're hoping to find time to sit down with him soon. We've already talked about it, we're going to do it. Well,
1: yeah, we talked about it on Patreon. We didn't really talk about it on the public podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we did the sit-down with Shire, which was like a fucking... Two parter, two hour podcast. Each one. Yeah. Uh, the plan for the next extended sit down is Jake Durden. Uh, I've talked to him. We just got to set a day and do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So he'll be the next one. That'd probably be a while till that one comes out. We have so much shit to put out, so it'll be a little bit. But that'll be the next one that we do. Yeah. And um, Durden goes over Cole Radrick, which brings us to match two match we're watching right now, actually, on mute. Mm -hmm. The Kenway versus Sharkbait. Um, It's neat that the crowd has, like, picked up on the fact that Sharkbait is undefeated in Anarchy still. He has not lost in a singles match at Anarchy. Um, The only time his name would show up on the losing column is at the joint show, where he's not even pinned, and he's involved in a a multi-team tag.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh... So he hasn't lost, and the fans are picking up on that. Um, and
0: we're, we've noticed that as well. Don't think we
1: haven't. Kenway, mm-hmm. he's you know looking to come out. He he lost at uh, Circus Maximus, and he's looking to get back on the winning track. Here mm-hmm. comes this kick, Bing! boom!
0: He's Kenway is knocked out. And Peel this, back the curtain a yeah, bit. Yeah, Kenway, that's 100% unfortunately, legit. Ken, yeah, that Kenway is legit knocked out here. Uh, we joke about it, but uh, you know no one likes to see. Anyone hurt? Yeah, not even Kenway. Not even Kenway. <laughs> and Kenway, you know, this,
1: like, Kenway showed a lot of toughness in this match. Yeah. Uh, Kenway's improved a lot. I got, I'm got. i not going to, we always make fun of it and shit on him, but he has improved a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, the, like, there's couple. Sharkbait also gets hurt in this. He, yeah. He uh, pulled has, uh, some cartilage in his rib cage. Yeah. Uh, so he gets hurt in this as well as Kenway. So that's unfortunate for both, but Kenway. Yeah. He gets legitimately knocked out at the end of this. Um, and you know, he toughed it out though. And he stayed for the rest of the show. but Maybe it, he milked it a little bit. He, no. he, he was in a bad way. Yeah. And, uh, it's full contact sport. You hate to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sharkbait picks picks the win up with a with a pinfall, but referee could have stopped it with a knockout either way you want to look at it. Yeah. Sharkbait picks the win up, which sends us into match
0: number 3. And of course, you know what match number 3 is. It is What do you mean shaking your head no? I don't know what match number 3 is. It's uh it's Chip Day and uh Aaron Williams.
1: That's match 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can match 4 is okay, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a good match, too. Both these guys, veteran guys, both underrated guys. Absolutely. Both. Totally
0: overlooked. <laughs> I Like, we've used Chip Day, and we know how good he is. I honestly didn't know how good Aaron was until... Because Gary went to Mid-South a lot more than I did. I would occasionally yeah. go with Kenway when he needed something to ride along, whatever. But I never really watched Aaron wrestle, but... Now I have like, not just like after seeing him at anarchy, I watched his magic journey. And then like, I, 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 if Gary says you're good, you're good. And like, I never doubted that, but you know, th- to me that also means like, maybe I don't need to watch it, but like I watch Aaron Williams now. He's I, knew fucking was, good.
1: I knew he was good. I seen him at mid South a couple of times. Um, but it, it is where Gary comes into this. Um, is a part of the team here. That's Gary. Well, it's Gary's only job outside of wrestling mm-hmm. <laughs> is to, uh, more or less just scout talent. Cause he's out of our whole entire team. He's the only one that travels all the time now. So mm-hmm. uh, I knew Aaron was good. Aaron lives a long way away. I didn't know if he would want to make the drive. He obviously does. And like, he's an underlooked guy in his area. Chip's been underlooked for years in his. So these two guys square off, um, I've, I've watched this whole show yesterday, and I, me and Gary watched it, and this match kind of reminded us of, like, 2007 Ring of Honor. Just, like, two, oh, yeah. like two guys beating the fuck out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, both guys utilized kicks, and they kicked the fuck out of each other. Um, and we see Chip Day actually come out on top in this, which is good if the Chip needed a big singles win, and this was it. Uh, I'll go ahead and make this announcement on the podcast. We talked about Craig Mitchell earlier. Yeah. And with Mitchell taking an extended time off, he will not be in the Strong Style Tournament, obviously. Right. So taking his place in that will be Aaron Williams. So uh, Aaron Williams is in the Strong Style Tournament.
0: God, that's such a good Uh, put
1: in there. So, yeah. So you fans got to hear that announcement before anyone else. But yeah, this was a fantastic match. Um, We see chip Day pick up the win which sends us into the next match which was larry d versus christian rose
0: before we get into that i just want to say uh if you talk about this on social media don't tell people about aaron williams tell them about this podcast (laughs) send them to this podcast yeah so that they can
1: hear it for themselves well another quick thing before we get into larry and uh rose man uh, jovi popped me i I meant to fucking vox him and tell him there's parts on this where he's putting over, like, the hashtag. Yeah. Like, the hashtag. Paul came up with the hashtag. I I said before we agreed to use it. I was like, don't you think that's a lot of letters? And he's like, oh, but that's the name of the show. And I was like, ah, okay, that's fine. I, yeah. I don't we'll Go ahead and use it. But, man, that was a hard fucking hashtag. to Just rattle yeah. off if you're on commentary. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> I... T-W-S-T-L-A.
1: Yeah, I would just call it No Church 19. So, uh, Greg would be on commentary, like, make sure to use the hashtag (laughs) Nishiwaka. I I was fucking dying. The first time he said it, I had to fucking rewind it, like, a couple times, because I was dying.
0: (laughs) Uh, I actually haven't watched the show back. I thought we were going to watch that together, you know, for the first time, and not you, uh. Cheating on me with that ginger. He was here and wanted to watch it. He's not here today.
1: Nah, God knows where he is. Um, I know he's not in Tennessee. But, uh, they, they, uh... They have a good match, with sends us to Larry and Christian Rose, which is a huge thing, because making his commentary re-debut is me. Oh, I'll skip that one. Uh, Shit, I'm great on commentary. You even are. Even Twitter. I got put over on Twitter for my commentary. Well, who did you pay much. to do that? Oh, some guy from, like, Nebraska. I really no, Can't get traced back to me. Okay. Uh, But I've always liked doing commentary, um, which I will be doing going forward, because, uh,
0: you know... Ben Miller can't be there. Uh, My brother can't be there. Now I'd like to take this time, actually, if we can, to address that situation. Your brother's fired. (laughs) Fuck you, Josh. You're out of my business.
1: He he don't listen to the podcast.
0: I know. I find that (laughs) hilarious
1: too. Actually, so I'll be on commentary now. Um, You know, like in a way, this happens because like the the progression of things. So Tommy wanted to get involved when we brought when we came back. So we did. He's been fucking following me, and I've been, you know, quote, training him. I don't like to use that word, but we're at a point now where he can take on some more responsibility as far as, like, backstage stuff. So pretty much the way it's going to work, I usually time out the shows, Mm -hmm. and now the referees will time out the show with Tommy overseeing that. And by that happening... I can go ahead and step in and do commentary. And then at intermission, I can come backstage and give talent feedback, do commentary, in the show, give the second half talent feedback. Yeah. And it'll all work out well.
0: So... I want just to say, Tommy's doing amazing. Like... Yeah, Tommy does a good job. That's definitely. why we're giving more responsibility and believing in him more and more. He's but um, on top of his game.
1: So that's how that's going to go. And, um... Yeah. So I will now be on commentary. Um... I guess we can go ahead real quick and address the signs that were hung up. I'm Uh. sure some people are going to want us to talk about that. A fan hung those up. And I'll never tell fans that they can't do things like that. I don't run a strict fucking thing. like We're not WWE where we're going to take your signs away. No.
0: I will ask if you post them on the wall to use safe tape. Yeah. uh, Because I don't want the hall coming to us. I, I don't think... I think this was fine. I would have heard about it yeah. if it wasn't. By uh, but now. just for future Evans, please use like a safe tape for what <laughs> But if I do Cause that's, here, yeah, because that's definitely not something we want to hear from Megan. I was like, right. hey, by the way, there's tape damage on the walls.
1: Right. So I, I don't care people do it, but I can tell you this: it's not going to get the people you want to be booked booked. It's not going to happen like that. It is annoying. I don't like it. I'll say that much. I don't like it. Mm. But I don't. I'm never going to tell people they can't do it. Yeah. But I can tell you that by doing it, you have lessened the chances of those people getting on the show. Look, I listen to the fan base. Um, Look, perfect example, Brett Eisen is in the Strong Style tournament. I think Brett's a fine worker. But the fans who reached out to me, more than one, was like, hey, you should book this guy. And I did. I, I don't respond well. To, like, things like this just because, I don't know, like, you're coming to the show that I hope watch the product and the people that are on the show. I understand that, like, not every, I can't book everybody in the world. So there's always going to be talent out there that you would want to see on Anarchy Mm -hmm. that either I don't have room for. Or I can't book because they cost too much. Or I can't book because they work for glory, and we have a deal that we use separate, so mostly separate people. Yeah. So it's nothing. And that's personal. something we've
0: talked about in the archives. Like, right. We want to make sure that we give you guys a exclusive roster. The best we, we can.
1: Point. Yeah. And and it, it, that and that's all there is to that. Like, you're gonna see some crossover, and I'm not gonna turn this into a fucking talent podcast. My whole point is. If you want to bring signs like that, I don't give a shit. You can. I'm not going to tell you not that you can't put them up. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you that I think it's a little bit annoying. And I'm probably not going to book those people. <laughs> and it, it, I, I will say it's annoying that that people do that. And, and I'm not, I shouldn't say I'm not going to book them. Because, I mean, surely they didn't know about it. So that would be kind of shitty to not book, uh, you know somebody because one of their fans happened to hang a sign up. I'm, I'm not saying
0: that. I'm actually, just... rumor and innuendo is Mander's paid five people a grand total of $1,000 for that. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying I think it's a little bit annoying. But um, moving on to Larry D. And well, Christian hold on. Rose. I get an opinion on this. We're on the what? podcast. Now I can actually have an opinion. Okay. Uh, I don't mind them as much as Matt does. I just think like, so let's, okay, so let's look at the Levi sign. I like Levi. I'm, I'm super thankful he's there. Uh, I've actually watched some of his work, and I think he's a fine wrestler. But on a show where you've got the workhorsemen and the besties having a huge rematch, Gary and Shire having a huge rematch, like, support who's there because we know who is coming. If that makes sense. Right. So that's it. I, I, I think it's fun. I actually really like the idea of the signs. I think that's really neat. Um I think that's unique but support who's there I guess as well. Right. Cuz I think the only sign is for Raddy and I assume that's Cole Radrick. Or as Greg says Oh, no, I Radrick. The, okay. Oh, there's a guy named Raddy. I think
1: it's the uh something to do with the person that that takes pictures. Mouse. Maybe not. It might be Cole Radrick.
0: I would assume it's Mouse. Ma- I would assume it's Cole Radrick. Why would Mouse put a sign up about himself? Mouse is here. Well, it wasn't Mouse that hung the signs up. Oh, I thought it was Mouse who hung them all up. Well, no. It was oh, a guy, a I know. Mouse takes the pictures.
1: I know. Just, I'm just teasing. It was a guy that bought a ticket. I don't, I don't know. Fair name.
0: enough. And again, we're not going to tell you, you don't do it if you don't want to. And you want to have a bigger Mander sign? Go for it, man. Um, but that's just it. That's Those are our thoughts on it. I'm not annoyed by them. I think they're neat and I think they can add a huge thing. Um, just maybe... It would have been nice to see one about Shire who's busted his ass... And, you know, giving you literally his blood uh, in a big, huge rematch with Gary. So, that's it.
1: Um, Rose and Larry. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, Rose was trying to dodge the punch the whole time, using his feet to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the finish on this, I mean, that Styles Clash was very impressive. Yes. (laughs) He got Larry up for the Styles Clash. Like, we reacted to it on commentary. It was like a legitimate, like, reaction. Uh it was really good. Um, so yeah, this was a great match. Rose and Larry always deliver. Um
0: mm-hmm. that's somebody else who I would eventually like to sit down with is Larry. Yeah. I sit down with Rose enough. Yeah, Rose is on here every other podcast. I'm sure he's so, Voxus us already, like, hey, when you get into the journey <laughs> so we can record. <laughs> you know, this is a submission squad and Rose podcast.
1: <laughs> but uh this was a great match. Uh both guys going in there and, you know, working. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. So it, Two. It, Fucking, that Styles Clash, though, I mean, that that's the takeaway from this, is how impressive that Styles Clash was. Larry mm-hmm. hits a fucking suicide dive. It was oh, impressive. it's great.
0: I saw the gif.
1: Um GIFable. So, yeah, this was a fantastic match, which, after that, leads us into part two. Intermission. No, Shire versus Gary. Oh. No, I mean, I'm just kidding. great match. I thought this one, like... Was even more heavy handed than the first one. Like, they,
0: it was like a war of attrition, just beating the fuck out of each other. I think this one Shire went in with a game plan. The last time he just bum rushed Gary and tried to outstrike Gary, and this time he played to his own strengths. Well, until the end. In well, the,
1: in the end, he got frustrated, <laughs> spit in Gary's face, but by doing so, left himself wide open and he got knocked out. That, I mean, so Shire's got to learn to keep his emotions in check. Because this time it cost him. He had Gary on the ropes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: got mad, spit on him. But by doing that, he was wide open and well, he got knocked out.
0: You know, he's still young in this business. Still oh, up and God, coming. Here we go. Uh, no, yeah, I agree. Uh, but, I mean, sometimes you get frustrated in those high-stake matches. Sure. And I get it.
1: But he, he it cost him. Uh they Highlights of this, they beat the holy fuck out of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shire, German, suplexes Gary into the chairs. Um, I hear someone jumped off their couch and screamed when that happened. Yeah. It's, it was Junior, Vince. Yeah, Vince Jr. tweeted about it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this was really good. Um, we'll see where Shire goes from here because after this match... Nothing happens with, at all. Jake Durden fucking... Uh, And Rose turn on him. And Greg. beat the fuck out of him. Thankfully, though, there is a save. Yep, Angelus Lane makes the save. And then opens up the chair, stands on it, and And also turns on Shire. (laughs) This was, coming out of the show, this was the most talked about moment. Obviously, you have the return of Angelus Lane, who had retired last year. Yeah. uh, Due to neck injuries, but... I'm sure she'll, she she wants to come on the podcast. So oh. we'll sit down with her and she'll tell the story of why she was able to come back. Mm-hmm. We'll save all that from there for mm-hmm. that. But she is back. She has turned on Shire, joined with Joe Vi, Durden and Rose. Um, and the cult of Jesus is just as strong as it ever was. Yeah. Uh, you know, people like, like tweeted about like how it was an emotional roller coaster, and that that's what, that's what we tried to do. So did mm-hmm. this work? Perfect. Uh, I One watch. of the neat things, which you will watch on here, is uh, when she comes back, people go nuts and they're oh, yeah. like banging on the mat, banging on the mat. When mm-hmm. she stands on the chair, they're banging on the mat, but you can actually hear it slow down like, what the fuck? You can tell people are like, what the fuck? And then mm. kick. Yeah. And that was really cool.
0: I, um, I watched the front row from um, from The Apron. Yeah, not the Abram from the uh, from the entrance, and like I saw their faces, like oh my god, she's back! Uh, like it was just, it was awesome, yeah. And it's neat too because she's running down the entrance.
1: I don't think mm-hmm. people knew at first it was her. Yeah, I don't think at so least either. When she got in the ring, like the pop grew as people all started to realize that it was Angela Lane back. Yeah, she looked a lot older this time. Yeah. Ah! You, uh, <laughs> so this was. Uh, <laughs> this was. Uh, probably the moment Got of the it. moment of the show yeah which sends us into intermission mm-hmm. um we come out of intermission with uh six-man tag yep you connor billy is uh regals, regals, and regals and ace and his, uh i really like this i like both trios actually too like i thought ace and the uh, regal twins worked well together yeah um I think Billy Starks is going to be a star. I mean, this girl is only, I, I think she might be 15 now. but yeah. She's either 14 or 15 years old. Which she, is
0: funny because we've been wrestling longer, longer than, she's than she's been gonna,
1: alive. Right. As I feel back the and I told her. I go, yeah, I go, if Evan fucking lingers out there during the entrance, just tell him to get the fuck in the ring. And she goes, oh, really? And I go, yeah, go ahead. Just tell him to come on and get in the ring. I soak in my time. And then I thought, I was like, son of a bitch, I just had to give her direction to tell you to get in the ring. And you, we've been doing this longer than she's been on the earth. Like, she hasn't been on the earth. And, and it's not like we started and six months later, we had been in the business three years before she was even born. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I think she's going to be a star. Uh, yeah. She's got, she's got all the, like, basics down. It's just, you know, putting them together, You're learning, pacing, and mm-hmm. all those things that take, that take years to actually perfect. Like, yeah. they take years. Mm-hmm. So, by the time this girl's 18 years old, she's going to be fucking fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, she's going to be a big star, um... They, this match i thought was really good
0: it was really fun um i'll say it like this like in my head my role on a show is to to let other people be seen uh-huh. um and kind of make sure that they have time to showcase what they do best uh i am very i am good at wrestling but i am very blessed to be in matches with people who are phenom- for very good much better than me or will be and I think that's what uh, we accomplished here, um, because all cards on the table. And I don't mean this in a negative sense, but like Connor and I aren't going anywhere. But Billy Starks, the Regals, and Ace Perry all can and will. Connor because Connor can go anywhere he wants if he wanted to, but he just likes the fun stuff, you know. And that's what I am. I'm I'm. I just like to have fun. So, I've, I honestly had a lot of fun with this. Uh, and I'm glad we got to do it. I like Ace a lot. I don't like the Regals at all. They're selfish and they make me do Inseguris.
1: <laughs> but that Inseguris turned out really well.
0: Brother, I'm actually pretty good at this. Uh, yeah, like I said, I really... Yeah, it was super fun.
1: I really liked the match. Yeah, uh, Kind of a sleeper match of the night. Like, I, mean, it, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we see Kurt Stallion versus Warhorse. Yeah. Uh that this was um, this was insanely hard hitting. hmm Uh um, I felt it. It's funny, Jason Klein messed I uh, sent me a Twitter DM after the show and he's like, Jesus, he's like fucking roster was beating the fuck out of each other tonight. And then when I went back and watched this, I was like, Yeah, like there's a lot of heavy fucking matches on this. Um maybe we should have called this one Battle of Spalding. <laughs> But yeah, this is an extremely heavy-handed match. Crowd was really into this one.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, We see Warhorse pick up the win. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kurt Stallion goes on to face Gary in January. That's going to be a big one. Uh, The touch on January again. We're only going to announce Gary and Kurt. And we have Nick Gage and Wyatt on the docket. Uh, We will not be announcing anything else until the card reveal at the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. After that... We see the second big rematch of Besties in the World versus Workhorsemen. Uh this one was fucking really good. Man, um, yeah, I look. So the Circus Maximus crowd—that's—it was a sellout crowd. They were molten hot all night. This crowd was almost a sellout, and they were hot. But I wouldn't say they were molten hot all night like they were for July and September.
0: Brother, after my match, where do you go but down?
1: (laughs) But, you know, they were hot. Yeah. But, so, the first one, I felt, you know, these guys throw their whole repertoires at each other. They tear the fucking house down. Crowd's going crazy the whole time. Mm -hmm. This one was, like, story-based where you have the fucking, you know, they're targeting Fitchett's leg Uh, they still tear the house down. The crowd's still going crazy. But if I had to pick one, uh, and I know Anthony Henry had commented that he thought this one was the better of the two. I would say I probably have to, I I don't know, I have to go back and watch the first one. But I kind of think I like this one better just as someone who did Tag Team Wrestling too. Like, they do a lot of real little stuff in this. Yeah. That was fucking really good. The story was good. The selling was good. Mm -hmm. Like, the besties had to trade. Who did what in their double teams? Because Fitchet's leg was
0: hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, go back and watch it yourselves. Okay. Watch match one and match two on Independent Wrestling TV. Use promo code STL Anarchy for twenty days free, and hit us up on social media. Let us know what match you thought was better: yeah. besties and workhorsemen one or two. I know that they both can go on the list for uh, Anarchy Match of the Year.
1: These yes, incredible matches. Uh, but yep. yeah, so. You know, kudos to those guys, and kudos to the workhorsemen, too, especially J.D. Drake, pulled the curtain back again. He's dealing with an injured back, and the fact he could have very easily sent a message saying, hey, brother, I have evolved the next two days. I'm contracted to be there. Uh-huh. I can't risk further fucking up my back. I can't do it. He could have easily did that, and he would have been in his right to do so because he is injured. Yeah. But he didn't do that. He fulfilled the date, he didn't fucking hold back and they tore the fucking house down. So I was really happy with it. You'll see Drake and Henry both back in Anarchy, but you won't see him as a team because Henry super kicked Drake at the end of this match. So they are no longer a team. Um, mm-hmm. After that, we move into the main event, the main event, Jeremy Wyatt and Mikey. Big time for Mikey, finally getting to have a main event. He was really nervous, like, wanting to make sure he had an anarchy-level main event. And he did. And he did. Absolutely. Wyatt is Wyatt, Mm the fucking guy, (laughs) bumped a shine with his fucking shirt pulled over his head. (laughs) Like, he was legitimately working blind out there Mm -hmm. and was still there for everything. Uh, This match was really good. Wyatt utilizes the pile driver and he wins with the pile driver on the apron and then cuts just an insane fucking promo Mm -hmm. calling out Nick Gage, calling out the fans for being fickle and cheering for the fact that Nick Gage beat two of the, well, pillars pillars of anarchy and fan favorites and the fans cheered for it. He called him out for that. And the biggest takeaway from that is he has agreed to uh, waive the pure rules in January. So, uh, Wyatt and Gage will not be pure rules. It'll be anarchy rules. And God knows what's going to happen. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Gay, Gage, uh, Gage, Wyatt has a couple defenses at Journey. Uh, if he's to lose the belt at Journey, uh, that whoever is the champion will move into this January. And it'll just be a triple threat. So Wyatt Gage is happening uh, for the belt. Just might have another person in it if Wyatt were to lose in Kansas City between now and January. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, incredible match. Mm-hmm. Great promo at the
0: end. Mikey really stepped up yeah. and showed absolutely what he's capable of.
1: Well, Mikey's been really over for a long time, so mm-hmm. he finally got to step into a big
0: moment. And, yeah. uh, and it's good because like a lot of people know Mikey is like a funny guy. Right. But here he's able to show that he's well he can go well beyond that. Right and he attacked Wyatt before the
1: bell. Which bra- is smart. Brawl with yeah. him and um that you know, he kinda did stuff he doesn't normally do and mm-hmm. showed yeah, definitely showed his reach as a character and a performer. So yeah. I've always liked Mikey. Yeah. So
0: Cool, that's the end of it. Anything else? Yeah, we can just run down
1: ticket stuff or okay. uh so tickets are on sale for the Christmas party, so that, that deal, I have to reiterate, that is not a live event, I, I had a talent reach out to me today, and, uh, put, uh, like, ask me about the, uh, fucking, (laughs) ask me about the Christmas party, like, I got all the dates down for next year, uh, but do you need me for the Christmas party, and I was like, well, uh, (laughs) <laughs> that's optional, because it's not a show. It's just a Christmas party. He's like, oh, no wrestling? i was like, no, it's just a party. But he's like, oh, I'm still coming. He's okay. still going to be there. But again, that's not a live event. It's just to get-together. You know, you hear pe- a lot of people talk about how they don't like the holidays because they don't have family or they don't get along with their family or they just don't
0: like it. I, I'm one of those people. <laughs> like, pull the curtain back. I don't talk to... I only talk to three members of my blood family. That's it. The rest of them I don't talk to. I don't do anything with. So, anarchy literally is my family.
1: So, yeah, for other people in that same situation, this is a way for them to do something for the holidays. So, Mm -hmm. we will be there. Uh, Ticket costs are only $5. So, you can get those at axmas.bpt.me. You can also get them at the door. I understand most people are probably just going to decide within the first week of if they're coming. Yeah. But if you want it, if you want the ticket beforehand, you can get it at the door or, or you can get it at that link.
0: And we're going to try and do a couple of things. Like, Russell's will be there to sell merch in case you want to get last-minute gifts for anybody. Like, buddy dolls. I hear those are good to get for people because <laughs> I want to stop lugging them around. Um, uh, we'll probably try and do some Fun stuff, like you said, we're going to do a podcast. Connor's
1: yep. going to do a skit. Yeah. We'll have Beer Pong. Uh, we're going to hook up the laptops and try to watch IWTV yeah. on, the, on the screens there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, there'll be a ton of stuff there. As far as talent... The bar will be open as well so you can get pizzas. Right, pizzas and beer. All, all the shit you can get at the shows will be available here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, as far as talent goes, I, I don't... And I'll say from people like people I know who have told me they're gonna be there, like you'll be there, Ooh, uh, wait G- a Gary's gonna be there, Connor's gonna be there, um, anybody else. Like I don't want to sit here and announce talent because obviously I'm not obligating them to be there. Yeah, uh, but but you announced th- me, thanks. There will be talent there, mm-hmm. so you know you can hang out with the wrestlers. Uh, I'll be there, I'm, boy, am I a blast! So. <laughs> You're gonna be miserable that whole time. No, no, I don't have I don't have anything to really worry about. So uh-huh. that's uh, true. So moving on after that is when we open up the gateway to monthly shows. Is what I should have called that. Yeah. Uh, so here's the gateway the t- to
0: my demise.
1: <laughs> season tickets are available. Uh, you can DM me, and we can you know get the pricing. And I can tell you how it works. Um, mm-hmm. But I've also put on sale the all the front row seats. So once Front Row is sold out for January, then we can't do Front Row season tickets anymore. So they're yeah, pretty much available until that happens. Uh, with what we've sold on for season tickets and what's already been bought, I think we have 33 Front Row seats left.
0: That's um, not much.
1: No. So That's
0: less than half.
1: You can get those tickets at gta20.bpt.me uh so you can get a single event ticket if you don't want to do season tickets, you can get that ticket at that link and then february uh in your hall strong style series february twenty first all tickets are available for that as well i n y s s dot b p t dot me so that's kind of what's going on to start the year uh i'll be putting march tickets on sale here in a couple weeks but uh Yeah, if you're one of those people who want season tickets, hit me up. Let's chat about it.
0: Mm -hmm. We're willing to cut a deal. 20 bucks for a year, done.
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) That gets hasty. Uh, Maybe that's why they message you and not me. As far as podcast stuff goes, uh, sign up at our Patreon. uh, Patreon.com slash AnarchySTL. Tiers starting as low as two bucks. You start getting content at five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said starting next year that'll be after show reviews right and then we will put out what the new tiers are going to be as far as what you get the tier levels will stay the same but we'll be putting out what you get on those tiers on December 2nd so that's when that will happen mm-hmm. uh, We hope you stay with us on that please we need you as far as <laughs> as far as the podcast goes uh, this week we will have a podcast. I don't know, we can't really we don't know who our guest is going to be it's either going to be very it's gonna be very interesting either way but we will announce who our guest is going to be when probably Monday or Tuesday
0: yeah so there you go and if nothing comes of it uh, we have quit and taken your money and ran <laughs> yeah you'll never find us <laughs> so thanks guys so much for uh, doing it doing it for the brand uh, we will see you in January. Hopefully we'll see you in December as well, but you know.